Welcome to The Cargo Bay, a Star Wars conversation podcast being transmitted to you from a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. I am Brady C. here with my co-host, as always, Adam B. Here on this podcast, we're floating out, floating out in the outer rim with boxes and boxes of DVDs containing every piece of Star Wars content ever made. Ooh. And uh, you and I, BC, we spin the Wheel of Fate that Indeed. lists every piece of content we got in this cargo bay, and it decides what we're going to watch. And uh, BC, I'm stoked because the wheel doesn't miss so far. Since we introduced the wheel, it's been pulling winners. The wheel strikes, and if you're a big fan of interest rates and loan repayments, you're going to love this talk. Now, now I, I, I have a bit of a bone to pick with that description, BC, because this <laughs> no. episode has about as much action as any Clone you're Wars right. episode I've seen. And let you're me tell you, right. it does. when it comes to long conversations in Clone Wars... It just warmed the cockles of my cold, cold heart to hear that that very Lucas-inspired, like, politics and bank talk on on a kid's show. This this episode in particular felt very much like the hands of George Lucas were caressing its entire development. Uh huh. Is is what I is the yeah. sense that I got from it. Yeah, I, I loved it. We got. I don't know. So I recently watched like an abridged version of the Clone Wars. Um, mm-hmm. There are episodes that I have never seen before, and I think this might have been one of them. And I was mad about it because I was like, "This thing's got it all. It's got, it's got a two relevant um, political talk. It's got proto X wings, which I don't know that I've ever seen those things in action. What the heck was that? An arc something or other? I'm sure. Mm-hmm. But those yeah. are cool." Uh, yes. they, they made X-Wing noises. They were X-Wings with just two wings. Not Z-95 headhunters, mind you. These things yeah. were like, they they uh, they were cool to watch. They're very cool. Yeah, I, I, it's it's not all interest rates and loan repayments. Um, but it's there. And, but it's definitely there. Uh, we are, of course, talking about Star Wars The Clone Wars Season 6, Episode 7. Crisis at the Heart, which is the third part of a three-part arc. <laughs> now, if you're wondering, well, where's the conversation about parts one and two? Who knows? We let the Wheel of Fate decide what we're going to talk That's about right. on, any, on any given day. So we might come back to the, the prequel uh, episodes, you know, five or six hundred episodes down the line. We will never know until the Wheel tells us what we're going to be speaking of. Hey, listen, I got a little secret for you. There are way too many freaking Star Wars podcasts. I guarantee you, you can find someone else talking about those other two episodes. But, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm sure you can. Uh, there's probably some like, here's a breakdown of every Clone Wars and episode. Here's a breakdown of every Rebels. No, we'll 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 talk about episodes, but the order. <laughs> Good luck trying to pin us down. Yeah, that's right. Next next week we'll be talking oh, about a Star Wars a Adventure Journal um, or something, isn't that? What a what a treat! I am looking forward to diving into that PDF that you uh, <laughs> have of that because that is, some of the content is we're gonna have to do some digging for some of it. But luckily, uh, some internet hero did did post the PDF of those Star Wars journals from the nineties. So we can read those. Uh, what a what a hero! Um, wish that had been the case with the Gungan Adventure game book, um, yeah. but it was not. Yeah, so I'll post that link on our old Twitterino at at some point. 
But anyway, that's that's all down the road next week. This week we're talking about romance, turmoil, oh. Oh. turmoil, political turmoil, and also, also um, <laughs> watching this with my fiance, she was blown away by the violence in this particular episode because <laughs> uh, it, it keeps coming. <laughs> it's it's pretty brutal. Yeah, uh, it's it's uh, I mean you know. They're not messing around when they say war has come to Scipio. Uh, that's, they they really show that. Um, which Scipio? I, I mean, there's there's a lot there's a lot going on in this, and I'm I'm excited to unpack uh, season six, episode seven, crisis at the heart with you. Uh, I, just a, a historical note about this: this is the lost episodes of. Of the Clone Wars. So these oh. were the ones that were supposed to be part of season five. So season five originally essentially just got chopped off um, because Cartoon Network, I mean, they they were no they were no longer going to be airing on Cartoon Network um, as Star Wars was getting ready to, to move over to Disney. Uh. So this was released on Netflix, which I am pretty sure is the first time I would have seen any of the Clone Wars. Uh, and this was 2014 when okay. this season that Crisis at the Heart is in Man. came to Netflix because I never had Cartoon Network like at, like just in general wasn't wasn't a cable person around that time uh, so I'd never seen any Clone Wars episodes before this season was released on Netflix. Okay, wow, yeah, that's why I watched the first two seasons as they aired. And then I mm-hmm. went to college um, and occupied my time with other things for a while. And then I also did not have internet or cable from around 2013 until 2014 uh, or 15. And then I moved to Los Angeles and had nothing for, yeah. <laughs> for a while. So, yeah, I was in the dark about all of this, really. Um, yeah, that's wild. Man, what a long run this show had um, since it was broken up into all these different chunks. Yeah, and then just came back what, in 2020. Uh, it was when season seven was finally released, which were episodes that were in pre-production a long time before you know all of this went down. They're finally like, let's finish them, let's put it out. We've got we got Disney money to and time to put into it, and Disney Plus was clamoring for content. So yeah, it's well, it's had a, a pretty extended run and a pretty extended life, and is one of my favorite pieces of. I mean, Star Wars content that you can get is some Clone Wars any any time, any day of the week, you know? Yeah, I had a great time watching this. Uh, it makes sense that it was on Netflix because I was like, no, this would not have been primetime Cartoon Network. I think Clone Wars might have gotten bumped into the Adult Swim block at some point mm. when it started to get uh, darker. Um, but I, that makes I, sense. I was planning to watch... I got a migraine headache uh, at the end of the day yesterday, and I was like, okay, I'll wake up early and watch it in the morning when the headache is gone. And then I couldn't fall asleep at all, so I watched this through one eye while in like pretty intense pain. <laughs> um, uh, you know, uh, But I still enjoyed myself. I was still like, wow, this is, ah, this is great. Ah, this is fantastic. <laughs> My brain hurts. Owie. A, a true testament to the episode, I would say. Yeah. So, so what? We we've missed the prior two episodes. We got a nice <laughs> little recap. I can kind of gather what happened. Uh, what happened is there's this 
you know, politician that Amidala knows and is maybe a little flirty with. Anakin doesn't like it, doesn't mm-hmm. like him, and he's like, this guy is bad. And she's like, no. So she gets him um, to basically take over the banking clan, um, almost like a political coup of sorts or some sort of like political maneuvering. And then he gets in there. And of course, he's been controlled by Dooku because he worked with Dooku to get the dirt on the last guy who he replaced. Is that right? Yeah, that's kind of the long and short of it. And it's it's funny because we are taking these just out of order right yeah i didn't watch the previous two to like be caught up on it but my memory of what happens before this is that like rush clovis is even in this he's he's way more a sympathetic character in in this episode probably because spoiler 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 he dies at the end of it Uh um but in the previous two episodes i have a real sense that he's a giant knob um and but he uh, like I was teasing last time, and it's not in this episode. Anakin comes in and just like starts punching this dude in the face. Like there's a there's a legitimate like just beat down of of Rush Clovis that occurs um, in either episode uh, the either one one of the two prior episodes, which is a hilarious Star Wars thing that Anakin just like goes into a rage and just beats the crap out of Clovis. But I get the sense that. Uh, him i think i feel like the him and the dooku stuff is a little more fleshed out in terms of like yeah yeah he's a little more nefarious and a bad dude than this episode leads on because here he's like i'm reformed i'm gonna make things work the banks will be fine i will not bow to the separatists and then dooku comes in and is like no you're not and it's pretty much over from there so like all of his like goodwill that he's building up once he's got control of the banking clan is like immediately gone like I, immediately as soon as he sits down in the chair duke yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> hello you're gonna do what i say now <laughs> i uh, <laughs> you're gonna raise interest rates on the republic on loans to the republic and not to the separatists uh to which everyone's like wow that's bold <laughs> it's showing it's, it's just a funny plot beat to have in star wars where, for a character to come in and be like we will not be paying back our loans, and you will raise interest rates. And you're like, is this Star Wars? <laughs> what is happening? I love it. I, I, I do would, too. I would love to I, compare Clovis to some uh, modern day political figures, but I, I, I'd be dancing in some some shallow water, some deep water there. So I'm not going to. But man, I'm just itching to. I love it. <laughs> I love I love Lucas's little like uh, you know. I love him trying to force politics on children. That's yes. And <laughs> and even trying to force it on me as an adult because I still have to try to like wrap my head around the Yeah, the banking the clan ge- is neutral. Like They're the like, geopolitics I mean galaxy politics of Star Wars. Yeah. Right? Like I I get that and maybe I'm this I'm going to risk sounding uh, dumb which I don't care about uh, because I am I'm, I'm not a, an uber Star Wars aficionado I, I don't claim to be. Um so help guide I, me on some of this. I mean I'm not going to be there either. Like Star Wars is too big to be an expert. Uh looking at the wheel and spinning the wheel these last few times I've been like, "Oh right, I thought I knew everything about Star Wars. Clearly I do not." Yeah, I mean, I, we'll even get into some basic stuff that I 
is going to make me sound dumb about Star Wars here in a, in, a, in a moment. And maybe this is too. But my sense of like of like the Galactic Republic and the Separatists still isn't great. Uh-huh. Yeah. And yeah. I, 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 at the risk of sounding dumb, I'm still kind of like, I get that there's like a centralized government, the Republic, right? Uh-huh. And that Dooku is is like the Confederacy. Yeah. That 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 there's they're they're pulling away. We're gonna create our own thing, a, a, a civil war of sorts here. Yeah. It's but it, the intentions of a lot of that is never really clear to me, other than like the grand scale. And I mean, I'm sure you can wade into the minutia of it, but like the grand scale of, I mean, what are these two forces and what are their motivations is is not super clear to me other than you've got the shadowy figure of palpatine being the puppet master right right over over everything and then the separatists are just sort of like we want to do our own thing beyond that i'm just kind of like all right i mean that my level of understanding is is so low on whatever george's political message is here well yeah i'm i'm too fuzzy on it too to start speculating because i've recently been listening to a podcast i like a lot but they speculate a lot and they're just wrong all the time you know and it's like no the answer is out there you could this is boring to listen to because i know and you guys are idiots like or at least you you're not considering uh the correct angles so i i don't really know either the what the understanding i get of this specific situation with the banking clan is like sure dooku's the confederacy I'm sure representing like underserved planets on the outer rim or whatever, yep. mostly, you know, who pay their taxes and, you know, are still in, <laughs> in rough shape or whatever. And the banking clan, you know, is like the the universal bank for the whole galaxy. So the Republic can't afford to stop doing business with them, even though they're kind of separatist aligned, because then it would be way more expensive to get. There wouldn't be enough capital to go around. You know, you need the whole universe paying capital into the bank. Um, so I, I guess, um, and so, yeah, you don't ever really get that perspective, even in these clone wars of like, like people who are pro separatist, I guess you do. in in some episodes later, there it's better f- explained in, in rebels, you know, as far as the empire starting up, but yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I know there are a couple like, um. There's an there's an Ahsoka arc with um, a group of separatists and a, and a little like I don't pseudo romantic interest. Uh, oh yeah, where it's like, oh, you're a separatist, and it's like, yeah, <laughs> I'm not I'm not terrible. Uh, so I mean, like they do. There is an effort in other episodes, and you know, the wheel will let us know if we ever talk about those. But yeah. there is there is I think to some degree a little bit of it. In Clone Wars, sprinkled throughout of like, hey, here's here's what a separatist is. Yeah. But in in larger, I mean, definitely in the the films. I mean, if uh, there is no, I don't, I I just don't have any understanding of it. Which I I I don't really care to dive too deep into politics of our world because they're so depressing. Which makes me want to dive yeah. into the politics of Star Wars. Not as much either because I'm just like I don't. Yeah. They're meant to reflect real world right. politics at some point. Yeah, there's never like a a strong case of like I wish we saw more propaganda of why the republic is hated, right? You know. Um Yeah. 
before the fall of it. I mean, obviously, there's bureaucracy, like with, you know, the situation on Naboo and things moving slowly to crisis, which is, you know, clearly the world we live in now. Um, And this is crisis at the heart. It is at the heart. And the heart is the money. The heart is the banking clan, I guess. The heart is the money. Um so uh, just the, the the broad strokes of the episode, Clovis takes power, Dooku says, do what I tell you. He says, no, Dooku says, yes, do it, or I'll tell them uh, uh, where you got your dirt. Uh, he raises the interest rates, w- at which point, uh, you know, Palpatine and the Senate are like, no, oh no, this is unacceptable. We must invade now. And Palpatine's like, oh no, I guess I'll have to take control of the banks. So they send um, an invasion force to fight the to fight the you know the the droids down there, and the droids just pull out. The separatist forces pull out because they're like, "This is great," which is something I don't understand yet. I don't understand why the separatists are like, "We want Palpatine to take control of the banks," unless unless it's to you know get more people on their side somehow. I don't I don't understand that. Right? Like, how is it a win to? It's it is confusing. Maybe it's because we missed the previous two episodes, but yeah, I still yeah, don't I feel like I still don't feel like taken out of context that it makes sense. Do you know what I mean? I, I like, do. Yeah. Even even with uh, our limited but possibly wider understanding of the universe, it's still taken as a as a moment. This episode, it it's not precisely clear. Unless it's unless Dooku knows what Palpatine is up to. Which he doesn't in episode three, but if he did, it'd be like, great, here's a win. Here's more power you have. Because I, uh, my, like, the theme that I had running through this episode was the puppet and the puppet master. There are various puppets and various puppet masters throughout this episode. I love Palpatine sending Anakin on another Sith training mission where he's like, go rescue your wife. (laughs) Like, go do this. You, you know, really tighten that bond in case I ever need that ace up my sleeve. Mm hmm. But it's it's Dooku as puppet master to Clovis, right? That much is clear. Uh-huh. Palpatine to Dooku, but does Dooku also think that he is manipulating Palpatine? Do you know what it like? Yeah, where, I, where are the different machinations happening? Of because it, there is like a a chess game that's going on too in this episode of like you see Palpatine's moves. Ultimately, it's like oh, he's trying to consolidate power even further. He's gonna get the the banks and the money now, which is a like a pretty large step leading up to, you know, him just being the emperor of everything. Yeah, um, it's like, but it, it's it's it is that very fascistic. Like, I'm gonna consolidate everything yeah. under under my rule, but it's you're gonna it's gonna be your idea. I'm gonna let yeah. you give it to me. It's not like I'm taking it. You're gonna want me to do it. Uh, I did note that the Galactic Senate is pretty reactive uh, on how quickly they're just and like... And reaches consensus immediately. <laughs> immediately. Although, uh, Easter egg. I don't know if you saw. It's like a one second shot. Looks like Mon Mothma folded yeah, I arms. It. I saw it. Loved it. Loved yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> the only appearance of her in the episode and she is like, nah, this isn't good. She's um, like, um... Also... Fascism mix- much? makes padme i understand why padme gets booted out of office uh, or quits serving because she got this guy elected she like campaigned for this guy who immediately was like no i'm evil yeah 
They're like, uh, Padme, what was that whole, like, Rush Clovis, Clovis thing? <laughs> uh, they totally were doing it, so. <laughs> uh, the, 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 the action sequence of this, this, uh, this episode, BC, we got the clones coming in. We, well, we have Padme's, uh, guarded by the, the, like, Coruscant clone guard, the, like, rep- the Senate guard, um, right. which I believe is, is that Commander Fox? It's not said yes. in the So it is Commander I th- Fox. I, I think so, yeah. I thought so too. They've got the red armor. He's got cool yep. wings on his helmet. Um, and he's a character who's shown up in several episodes. And so they're there with her. And then the droids invade. And there's this dope action sequence of the clones getting surrounded and murdered, um, including Commander Fox. You know, it's like a good fight. And they all go down. It's like he's he's dispatched of in a brutal way. And then if that wasn't enough brutality for you, um, when Anakin runs in to find Padme with Dooku and Clovis... Uh, Padme grabs a gun and then Dooku with the force makes her shoot a cute little brain man <laughs> until he's dead, <laughs> which is traumatic. <laughs> she, I was, I, I did, I did note that too, as one of my episode highlights is that Dooku forces Padme to commit murder. <laughs> um, and I'm, I think, and, uh, I, this guy could be completely wrong. I think that guy is a a member of the, the like the separatist government too. Yeah, because uh, I, th- I think I read that somewhere. But the fact that he's even he's questioning Dooku is like, oh, you gotta go, and I'm yeah. gonna make Padme shoot you <laughs> is a little troubling. And then later, Padme is held at gunpoint by Clovis, who's worried about his legacy, as he will now be remembered as you know the. The piece of filth that he is. Uh, Let's talk about his legacy for a second. <laughs> if we're just looking at one episode, a uh, qu- quick rise to power as a as the head of the banking clan immediately brings war. <laughs> now, admittedly, not a great legacy, but not his fault. He's again, he's just the puppet here. He's he's just serving. I have Dooku's no sympathy purpose. for puppets. Never have, never will. <laughs> Sesame Street, get him out of here. here. (laughs) Cookie Monster belongs in a jail. (laughs) Jabba the Hutt, get him out of here. Get him out of here. So, yeah, I guess Anakin isn't there when uh, Padme shoots the guy. Uh, But Anakin rushes in. Uh, Padme's held at gunpoint. And then, you know, the attack on the planet. Uh, continues from the clones. They've got these, again, these cool proto X-Wings. They come in, we get some cool uh, fight scenes with those, and they shoot something, and the tower that they're in is crashing. And so Padme and Clovis go sliding down the edge, and Anakin grabs them both, but he can't hold both of them. So, Eh. bye-bye, Clovis. I mean... How much effort do you think he was really putting in? I don't know. Why didn't he use the force instead of his arms? That was my question <laughs> that I was wondering as I was rewatching this Can't last time. Like, use the force to th- toss him up right quick. You are the most powerful Jedi. And he he will uh, let everyone know any chance that he, he can get that he is the most powerful. Uh, yeah, it was. It's a funny moment. Because you're like, well, he's he's not super motivated to save Clovis, yeah, so it's kind of like, 
oh, I'm going to just I'm put so on a... he grabbed him in the first place. Yeah, it's like, oh, whoops, you slipped. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's, I <laughs> yeah. I guess it's, it's like, to endear himself to Padme more. Like, you know what? I tried to save your your friend turned, you know, enemy for a second there. Yeah, their bond is much stronger after this. I feel like uh, going through a traumatic event, uh, bringing them even closer. But I still get the sense that, you know, he was probably just like, like at his at his in his heart in that moment, do you think he was? Do you think he was that maniacal to be like, nah, I'll just grab him with my hands and let him go? <laughs> nah, now we're okay. supposed to believe Anakin's a good guy. Still, you're right, right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. He just gets angry sometimes. I just want to pretend that it's the other way because as as soon as I saw, I was like, why doesn't he just force grab him? Like <laughs> as, even after he drops him, he can force grab him. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Bring Padme up and then, you know, do some Jedi magic. But yeah, it was like, ah, he's too far. Uh, so <laughs> we'll see you later, Rush Clovis. Uh, a man with a, a complicated legacy, shall we say. Yeah, a quick, a short, complicated legacy. Um, R.I.P. Um, <laughs> and that that's pretty much the end of the episode, right? Um, Palpatine has more power. Anakin and Padme sit holding each other on a burning rooftop. Um, and uh, I don't know. Do we get a nice end end beat with Yoda being like, hmm, or anything? We see Yoda and uh, Mace yeah. Windu, and they're like, be careful, Anakin. You're going to yeah, be the- emotional about Padme because we all know you're you're doing it um, <laughs> if we don't know you're married. Uh, yeah, it's uh, the... There is a Yoda beat at the end which is still just kind of like mm, going on something is we're like yeah dude we know yes very good very good yoda why don't you find out <laughs> maybe it has something to do with the tremendous amount of power that was just granted to the emperor uh <laughs> the chancellor you know this freaking guy who's taking everything mm, wonder if something going on with the banking clan there is it's like well why don't you just look in? I don't know. It's you're just, it it. Yeah, the dark it is side this, clouds everything. Yeah, yeah, so <laughs> so cloudy. Uh, speaking of dark side, I do want to. I was I was doing my Wikipediaing. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I'm I'm gonna. This is another instance of revealing some of my own ignorance. Um, so the banking clan is on Scipio. Uh, Scipio is a planet populated by the Mun. Uh, okay, who were so, originally from Munalist, right? Yeah, and they're the long-headed fellows who were who were watching the stock tickers in the background, who were yeah. like, yes, trading, bonds. Um, yes, we are the banking clan. Yes, the banking clan uh, will join you. The banking Those clan guys. are we. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and yeah, so nasally because their heads are so tall. And, uh, and are either asexual or, or there are no lady <laughs> mun that we ever see. I didn't see any female mun, uh, but I I did not know that that Darth Sidious's master, Darth Plagueis. Uh, so sorry, is second. a mun. I wanna I wanna something I know I can say. If you're asexual, because you can be asexual <laughs> and still be gendered, I, I'm just yeah. trying to make sure I'm I'm evolving as a human being here. Sure, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can be asexual and be so. I guess genderless is the. Hmm, but there's asexual reproduction. I'm sorry, y'all. I'll do some. I'll do some internet research and try to correct myself. Uh, is this about? Because uh, maybe we can entangle them. We can do a little 
a little side session here. There is asexual reproduction, yes. right? Which is which is a biological thing yes. that happens. There are certain species that do not need a mate, and that's asexual reproduction. Yes. And, and then, then your yeah your sexual preference or or lack thereof you can be your asexual which means you don't really care about having sex. Correct. Which, yeah. Uh, I I wish that were true of myself. Uh, <laughs> uh, and and then and then there's also you know gender. So I I don't know I guess it could be both. Yeah. I uh, anyway we don't see we don't see some classic some some typical human female attributes on the mun ever they're just they're just nerdy dudes with long heads. They look like a render of a human that someone's like just stretch it. Yeah. Yeah. Just stretch it long and thin. Uh, but Plagueis, Plagueis is a mun, and I, I was, uh, I mean, I, I've known the name Darth Plagueis from, obviously, the, the tale of Darth Plagueis, but I didn't realize that he was a, a mun specifically. I didn't remember that either, and I read the book that was about Palpatine and Plagueis, and I did not recall that. I knew he was an alien species of some some sort, but... Gotcha. I was I, I remembered him being, you know, kind of like Thrawn more than like. Oh. Yeah, I, I, I'm sure what's going to happen is uh, whenever Plagueis eventually gets rendered into Star Wars canon, that uh, people are going to be up in Everybody's arms that his head isn't stretchy enough. Yeah, uh, yeah people uh, yeah. will be so mad. I'm just so mad at the shape of his head. <laughs> I want the internet to know. <laughs> um, speaking of the internet, I do have a, a just a brief divergence of wild internet speculation that I happened to come across as as I was looking into things about this episode, which is that uh, Scipio featured prominently in this episode uh, because war has come to Scipio. Rumors abound that uh, there's some concept artwork for the Acolyte Show. Featuring a planet that may be Scipio, according to some random internet scooper. So, So, what do we know about the the acolyte? Is it going to have Plagueis? Is it going to be about young Palps? We know we know nothing about about acolyte at this point. Um, I would like it to be a zillion years ago and be unnamed Sith, but I have a feeling it's going to be about young Palps. I, yeah, and and this is possibly, I mean, uh, again, wild. Uh, take uh, take everything not just with a grain of salt, but a ton of salt uh, at this point because this is wild speculation. But a big old fat sack of salt. What's being speculated here is that this this Scipio tie into acolyte, this like concept art that people are seeing, is going to have something to do with Plagueis, which would heavily hint at at something from a fixed point in star wars right that that there is this plagueis moment i'm with you i would rather go to like prehistory and have something completely new or really um something that hasn't been you know turned into a novel and like a genuinely new story featuring a, a new tale of whatever this sort of sith acolyte would be I'm a little. I would be less excited if it's like this is Plagueis and 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 young Palpatine and be like, meh, yeah, meh. You know, uh, I I don't know that that's something I would be as interested in. Obviously, I will still watch it. I think initially this was one of the projects that 
caught my interest the most whenever they were announcing like all of the shows they're like this is gonna be an old republic sith story i was like what yeah yeah do that (laughs) yeah that's what i want that's what i want Um, yeah i would i would like that very much but who knows again it'll be nice to get the bad guy perspective it'll be good yeah and again grain of salt this is just someone who may or may not have access to some conceptual art from from the show and they were comparing that art to apparently the design of scipio yeah i just thought it was interesting that that came across my my radar as the only time i've ever uttered the word scipio happened this week and then i was like scipio might be featured and so i was like what <laughs> scipio huh? yeah what scipio. a great yeah it's beautiful beautiful scipio <laughs> so so vc how do you rate this this episode um uh, you know, is this in your your top top thirty Clone Wars episodes? Your top fifty? <laughs> Man, yeah, I don't know. It's it's I I would I tended to do it based on like the arcs, right? So yeah, like yeah. one of the great things about Clone Wars is that you'll get two or three episodes that'll be like almost like a short film, you know, like a mini movie, basically. This. The banking Rush Clovis Padme Anakin love triangle, not not one that I revisit very often, um, not one that I really care all that much about. I think even within the uh, the the lost season, there are, there are two arcs that are better than this. So the there's the Order sixty six arc, which is where i forget which clone it is again bad star wars fan but discovers the inhibitor chip in his head yeah. and like we go down that whole journey and yeah, almost that. figuring out like that that's a four episode movie for that yeah. like that's a huge arc it's really good there's the yoda one where he goes off and like yoda's gonna stare down the dark side and like we see yoda and like darth bane and like there's this whole Yoda's got to seen that there's like something wrong with Master Yoda and he's got to escape and Anakin helps him get off world to for him to go face his like cave of terror or whatever really cool force one Uh, I think that's three episode the banking arc is in there there's also a two episode Jar Jar arc that uh, is Jar Jar in a Mace Windu adventure which is uh, I would say just below the banking clan (laughs) <laughs> just below so see i i i remember like or i liked this end episode i haven't seen the full arc and i bet i wouldn't be as enjoy the other two episodes as much um as this climax but i yeah. re- i like this more than i remember liking that inhibitor chip arc like i thought mm. the you know it was interesting to watch but i got really bored at certain times uh, it's or i was like yeah long. you're beating it over the head i got it i get it i got it I, I but, think the thing about this is I actually I enjoyed this episode on its own. The right. fact that there are two previous episodes, I'm like, oh my god, I would never go back and watch those <laughs> voluntarily just to get to this episode. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'll just watch the third episode and be like, that's enough. I, yeah. I it's just like it seems too drawn out. It's like I get just enough of like the banking clan and interest rates and loans and rush Clovis and a love triangle. I'm like, let's just do it in one as opposed to having three episodes of rush Clovis. Yeah. Yeah. You're probably right. 
Um, but yeah, I, I'd give it a solid, at least a seven out of ten on the on the Clone Wars scale of things. Uh, I, I enjoyed it quite a bit. I'll give it a I'll give it a a, a, a C plus. Different scales, grading systems. It's passing. It's right on that B minus range too. Right, it's right there, but not quite B minus for me. All right, fair enough. Well, you heard it here, folks, on the Cargo Bay. That was Star Wars: The Clone Wars Season Six, Episode Seven. Yep, Crisis, Crisis at, at the, the Heart. heart. Oh, uh, my heart! <laughs> now, a little off-topic, uh, BC. Yeah. Have you seen that? You seen that Prey movie yet? You watch that? Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool, huh? Uh, that movie time. is sick as hell. Uh, yeah, we we watched that. I think this past weekend, where it's like, because uh, yeah. I've been hearing really good things about it. I was like, do you want to really? watch Because I watched the yeah. trailer and I was like, uh, production value doesn't look good to me. This like It seems like it's going to be a, like a fun cheese ball thing, but I don't need to see it right away. Um, and then everyone was like, it's great. I was like, okay, yeah. I'll watch it. I'm a big Predator fan. The original Predator yeah. is one of my favorite you know, movies. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I definitely. I definitely came to it through word of mouth where people were just like, hey, you should, have you watched Prey? And I'm like, no. And I'm not a big Predator person, but I was, I kept hearing like, yeah, Prey's really good. I threw that thing on, man, that's a 90 minute good time. Yeah. Is what that is. Great. It's, I don't, it's the, it's the perfect length for that movie. Yes. Anything more and I would have started like losing interest, but like a 90 minute per, like feature film, I was like, boom, you nailed this. It's so good. There's a you know a viral Twitter post going around that's like this is how you do a sci-fi sequel, uh, which I totally agree on. They were like, just imagine you know you set a Predator movie in feudal Japan, and it's like, yeah, it'd be awesome, it'd be sick. Like, and that's what I want from Star Wars content is like, look, I just want the trappings. I want some tie to Star Wars, yes, and then put me in a different place. Um, what this felt like to me is I've heard the, the guy who directed the Viking, um, or the the recent Viking movie, sorry, The Northman. Um, yes, yeah. And uh, did The uh, Witch uh, yeah. and all that. I've heard people, someone describe his work as almost being sci-fi and that it puts you in a world that is so unfamiliar to you that it feels like a sci-fi movie. Um, and this felt like kind of a dollar general version of that, right? Where it's like, here you go, here you are somewhere else, um, you know, like way back in time uh, with like, uh, you know, just a scenario that you're not used to seeing. And then we'll throw in this this uh, predator sci-fi beast. Um, and yeah, I wish I wish that was happening in Star Wars. I wish like creative stuff like that was happening in Star Wars. Yeah, um, Robert Eggers is the guy, mm. the Northman. I watched right, that right. not too long ago. Man, that movie's wild. Um, I've I seen like the witch. I, I, I haven't seen the Northman. The witch is the. I saw that I in love theaters. It so that, much. Oh my god, that movie messed me up. It was so good. Um, Northman is very like it's it's Viking, but it's also like mythology weaved into it too. Like it's it's pretty out there on some of the stuff, which I you know for me that's that's kind of my sweet spot is the not straight down the middle uh kind of storytelling but i absolutely agree i the 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 idea that artistic license can be taken in star wars is not something that's uh really really been allowed his head doesn't look right 
Who we can't have a head like that. I hate Star Wars. I hate Star Wars. His head's the wrong shape. Hang on, hang on. Let me take a note so I can turn that down. <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah, it's uh, uh, and if you're if you're that internet troll, I apologize. I just made fun of you. <laughs> I'm so sorry that that that's how you live your life based on head shapes. Uh, no, I would I would love to see I would love to see you know a, a Sith Lord dropped into a community who's never seen Force powers before. Yeah, you know, like that. You know that that exploration of of like history. I, I because Star Wars is set a long time ago. It still feels like the future, right? Like the yeah. the, the the tech, the sci-fi of it, all makes it feel like something that is of of the future. We don't get a sense of like prehistory. We don't get a sense of like evolution in species. We don't get a sense of evolution in like culture. Really, uh, I, I don't think uh, at least that much in Star Wars. Yeah, uh, I would I would like to see something that that plays with those ideas on on not just a little scale but a very big scale yeah yeah take us way back um take us back when you know hyperspace is fresh uh i'm telling you this this i one i because we had it we we got to do our pitch thing at some point yeah yeah hyperspace for sure and i i love that the hyperspace was a a major plot point of that first high republic book yeah Yeah, right like that 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 sort of space travel but even like the idea of like flight in star wars is inherent in everything yeah i would love to see something where it's like flight is not accessible to these people yet like what what does what's the star wars space race look like you know like that's just that's just a weird part of my brain that predator ship coming in is instead like a sith you know, like vehicle landing, uh, like what a great place to start from. Yeah. Like what's he going to do? <laughs> what's going to happen? Yeah. Like uh, something that goes even into, I mean, this is the, this is like the deep side, like the actual science of the science fiction, but like the, the deep science of some of these things in the star Wars is, is interesting. And I think, the early science would be interesting too, like pre, you know, hyperspace travel. What was it like for the first systems? Like, what was it like for the first planets to connect with each other in the Star Wars universe? You know, because yeah. everything, and we we've talked about it a lot on when we talk about Kenobi. Everything's so connected, right? Like, you can get from one end of the universe and the other in like a blink of an eye. I it's like, hate what it. what was what was that like when when that was not the norm? What were those planets like? As as that sort of travel was just like the yeah. even before and at the beginning of that, I think that would be a really cool like um, like sandbox to play in 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 the world of storytelling is to figure out what those interactions would be like. What happens when the Jedi have first contact with whatever you know, like right? Um, uh, yeah, that's 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 what I want to see, and maybe we'll get it someday, BC. Maybe. Like there has to be a moment when when a a, a humanoid saw a mun for the first time and they're like, "Whoa, <laughs> what's wrong with your head? 
<laughs> you know what I mean? That's not the right head shape. Your head shape is wrong. <laughs> and that's the movie. That's the scene. You just have like Obi-Wan Kenobi's 35 times great grandpa going, your head shape is wrong. We're wrong. <laughs> yeah, it is. You know, it is weird that that force powers seem to be in family lines but you don't see a lot of father son Je- you don't see a lot of family history in the jedi temple except for anakin and luke and aside from the skywalkers it's not like obi-wan's like yeah my dad was a jedi you know because that's how the force works apparently right what's the deal with that <laughs> uh great question i think we should i think i think we need some answers uh also the Tales of the Jedi, the animated show that is like a spiritual successor to Clone Wars, is coming out this year? Question mark? Is that right? I don't know, man. There's there's a lot on the horizon. We got Andor coming out next month. We got Bad Batch has got to drop before the end of the year. Um, oh, my God. It's about yeah, to be uh, wacky out, out there. I hope that we get some some good old-fashioned Mon Mothma talking about some banking issues on the Senate floor. You know? I hope I hope we get at least an episode of that in Andor. We better. Uh, we better. I, You know, I, I'm still waiting for the big Andor cameo reveal, whoever that's going to be. Because um, I'm sure it's going to be a thing. Um, but yeah, I want, I want some politics in there. Give it to me. Uh, I mean, fingers crossed, it seems like they're going to do it. Fingers crossed. We'll keep them crossed. You heard me clicking away over here, because we got to spin the wheel. Um, Are you ready to find out what we're going to do? Not next week, because next week we are doing Star Wars journals. We're doing, like, a short story out of, like, a role-playing game uh, (laughs) book, of which there were many. Um, I assure our tens of listeners, you have no idea what's coming, and and really neither do we. Yeah, our ten, our singular listeners. ten of listener, our beautiful uh, cargo babies. Yeah, we really do appreciate it if you listen out there because uh, there ain't many of you. So we really pre- we would hold you dear even if there were a lot of you. But you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> it means a lot. Is all. Here goes the spin, BC. We've got spin still it. you know over thirteen hundred pieces of content here. Love it. And it's spinning. <gasps> clickety, 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 oh, I'm clickety, excited. Clickety, and it is Star Wars. No, Wicked, it better be Star <laughs> Wicked and the Dandelion Warriors and Ewok Adventure. Oh, now I don't know what this is because it's not one of the Ewok movies. Um, Wicked and, must... and the Dandelion Warriors Ewok Adventure. Is that? Yeah, yeah. Did I hit all of those? Oh, it's a little children's book. It looks like it's from the the eighties. Oh, um, and I only say eighty. It looks more like it's from the seventies or sixties. But um, all right, I guess we'll find out what this is. It looks like it's a children's book, but there is a significant amount of text on on these pages, so it, it should constitute an episode. Dude, this cover, those dandelion warriors look. Yeah, uh, they're pretty terrifying. <laughs> Pretty freaking scary for a children's book, just on initial glance, is my thinking. This looks terrifying. I had no idea there was an Ewok series of children's books. Wow, all these covers look pretty wild. 
Uh, Wicked and the Dandelion Warriors, an Ewok adventure. Man, we have been blessed by the Wheel of Fate once again. Like, I couldn't think up this shit if I tried. Uh, no, I, I, uh, I would not have had Wicked and the Dandelion Warriors, an Ewok adventure in my top 200 pieces of Star Wars content. But uh, I'll be hot dogged if I'm not excited to find this. Uh, it's a little overpriced on uh, some websites I'm seeing. So we'll see if we can't get our hands on a, a copy of this bad boy. Uh, maybe you can internet sleuth the PDF of a book. I don't know if that exists. We'll figure uh, it out. We've got a couple weeks here. Love it. Uh, well, all right, y'all. Thanks again for listening. Uh, check us out on our socials at the Cargo Bay Pod. Pretty much everywhere. Shoot us an email um, at the Cargo Bay Pod at protonmail.com. Um, yeah. Until next week. Uh, bye forever. Oh wait, wait, wait! I forgot, BC. We we don't have a hobby talk this week. We don't. Um, so hobby talk, if you don't know, that's where we talk about Star Wars trading cards. But we'll have one coming out next week, and that will live on the YouTube channel as they do. Yeah. All right. Bye, y'all. Bye, you cargo babies. Go snoke yourselves. <laughs>